Happy Friday, everybody. We are recording this a day later than normal to account for just some other stuff we had going on. Yeah. You know, sorry. Fun fact, Manchester, New Hampshire, our hometown, um, most exciting place on earth, if by that you mean... Um, maybe like the opposite of that. It's a fine city, it's, actually. It's Man- fine. Manchester gets a lot of shit. Yeah. It's easy to make it. It's easy to joke about, but Manchester's actually kind of. It, it's okay. It but is. Manchester has like the biggest taco tour mm-hmm. in the world. Ye- in the okay, country. that's what that's what we were told. And the the reason that is, Sean, is that no one else knows what a taco tour is. No, it's you just go to around different restaurants that do their own tacos. Yeah, like the the biggest, the main street in our city, Elm Street, gets like shut down, or they did it this year. Also, it's Elm Street is the biggest dead end street in the country or the world. I think it's the biggest two way two 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 way dead end street. Two dead end street. Yes. Yeah. Goes for miles. Yes. It's a little Manchester uh, fun facts for you. So we did taco tour. That was fun. Missed the podcast, but we're back on it today. Yeah, back at it. It's going to be a short episode. Um, didn't have a ton to talk about this week. Just a couple new albums we wanted to touch on. And then some more Kanye West news. You want to, you want to start with Kanye? Sure. Jake, let's, let's start it. with let's Kanye. So last week, we, we had already talked about the tweets and how they were received. There were more tweets and a TMZ interview and a couple other interviews that he did I think Charlemagne the God Charlemagne the God I, I still got to watch that I think this going to be really interesting Yeah I I read an article about like the 10 takeaways yeah. you know, there were some some interesting things in there he touched on his relationship with Jay-Z touched on he got hooked on opioids because he got liposuction. Kanye did? Yeah, and he was like, I was trying to look like look good for y'all so you wouldn't make fun of me, like Rob at our wedding. Oh, like, wow. Yeah. Well, dude, that... that and he two, said that kind of contributed to like his breakdown. That's really interesting. Two like sort of unrelated things. One, the interview itself is almost two hours, which right. I think is really interesting. And two, this is totally unrelated to Kanye, but you mentioned Jay-Z, and I've been meaning to ask you, what do you think of him growing his hair out? I think it looks really good. I don't think I've seen it. He just has his hair a little longer. Like, he always shaves his fucking head. Yeah. He has, like, good hair. It looks I, like, I don't think I've seen it. I, I like the look. I've seen him, like, courtside at games. How fucking old is that dude now? I think Jay-Z must be pushing 50. He's got to be. I'll Google He's got to be. But, yeah, so there, there were a couple interviews. And then, of course, on the, the TMZ one, Kanye inferred that slavery was a choice. Uh, and then someone who works at TMZ was like, dude. Like, no. Like, you're a genius. You have this platform, and, like, you're disappointing everybody. Kind of put him in his place. It was a nice little rebuttal. Um, I don't know, Jake. I I don't know anymore. I I think we took a a kind of a positive stance last week in terms of Kanye, but we hedged a little. We're like, look, like, some of this stuff, problematic, but I think we get where he's coming from. I, I, I still get what he's trying to say. And he mentioned in that song he put out with T.I.P., T.I., who he kept calling Tip, which is really funny. Well, that's what made me look twice because I was like, is this Q-Tip he's rapping No, with? it's it's T.I. and his, one of his names is T.I.P. And then you gotcha. can call him Tip call him or whatever. Tip. But uh, yeah, he's like, people only looking at the headlines need to read the fine print. It's like, dude, Kanye, if you say slavery was a choice, like people are obviously going to be like, dude, you can't say that. Yeah, that's well, fucked up. It, it is fucked up. He meant more of a mindset. And he's like, we're still in a mindset of like, he's. it's all going back to this free thought thing. But that doesn't make it okay. No, well, and we just listened to that song. I'm going to go back and look at what it's called. The, Yay versus the people. Yay versus the people. And on that, he says a line about like, it's something like black people feel like they need to be Democrats. And he's like, we're still living on the plantation. That's actually the same sentiment. And yeah. what he's saying is, he's like, we have a loser's mentality. Yeah. Which is... 
I think is fucked up. Yeah. I think that's really fucked up because, like we said in last week's podcast, that comes across as like a pick yourself up by the bootstraps mm-hmm. type of mentality. And it ignores, like sure, if you're Kanye West and you're top, top, top percent talent in the world and now you have literal riches and like yeah. you have you know, this also rich, famous wife yeah. and you're world famous, it's easy to lose sight of the fact that it's it's not so quick to undo centuries of systemic prejudice and 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 you know edified systems that that keep people in a place of either poverty mm-hmm. or just being subjugated mm-hmm. and i just feel as though it this just is a it's a it's sort of a the way he's thinking about it is such naive yeah like it does feel thinking it's it does too feel simplistic. naive it it feels like what uh you know like a freshman in college would be like oh well i figured it out you know yeah. like let's just do this and you're right it is really easy to say all these things and to have this mindset when you're already rich and you like you're bulletproof and nothing can actually hurt you like the biggest thing that can happen is people are like saying negative things about you on Twitter. But you're yeah. just like, oh no, free thought, man. It's like, well, yeah, it's really easy to have those thoughts when you're not dealing with it day to day. And I think, to go back to what we talked about last week, you mentioned that we had like, kind of, uh, we were sort of hedging. And yeah. it was sort of like, we were on the fence towards maybe a little positive, but yeah. also negative about a lot of oh, what yeah. you were saying. I want to be very clear that like, I strongly, strongly disagree with him. Oh, me too. On any of these statements as bold headline yes. statements. I, I, I see what he's saying when he says, like, you need to read the fine print. You need to look between the lines. I, whatever. I get that. He's not doing a good job of no. explaining himself. He's a, And, like, that's where he's failing. Yeah. Because, like, he knows his power is, like, to have these quotes that go out there and, and get all this attention. And he's not using it the right way. And you can't just hide behind this idea of, oh, free thought or I'm shifting the consciousness. It's like, dude, no, you need to be smarter about this. You are a smart guy. You understand how fucking Twitter works and you understand how the 24-hour news cycle works. If you say this incendiary shit, people are going to take it that way. Be smarter. And it's not, it's also, he seems to want to be trying to unify. Mm -hmm. I just... I just don't see it as a way that that could possibly work because nope. he really is pledging some level of support towards a person and an ideology that is to so many people right now offensive to their core. Yep. And like that's the fucking limit. Yep. If this was George W. Bush, fine. Oh, yeah, right. Right. But it's like George right. W. Bush was just a boring basic Republican. Right. And like all politicians, he did some shit that was messed up. So did Obama. So does everyone who's right. ever held the office. But you look at Trump and it's like this dude achieved what he did by fucking lying, cheating, and stealing his way to the top mm-hmm. and just ran a campaign based on slogans, and which you can levy in, against other politicians. And hate speech. Hate speech. And it's not – you can't unify around someone who no. is so dead set against unification, against bringing right. people together. Right. It doesn't ring true. It doesn't work that It way. doesn't jive. Nope. Nope. It doesn't. And like we mentioned uh, – he put out that new song, Kanye versus the people, or Ye versus the people, whatever, with T.I. It's interesting more than it's a good song, I think. It's, yeah. The, sure. the beat's really good. And, and we were mentioning beforehand that, like, Kanye's strength 
is always has been and remains being a great producer and beat maker. Yep. And that remained the case on Cut Up the Soul this song. Kanye. Yeah, and what was the other one that we listened to as well? Lift it, Yourself. Lift Yourself. Kind of like it's like almost a joke. So I have thoughts but. about both of them because I think so yeah, Ye versus the people definitely more interesting lyrically. Um the I mean I'm certainly no fucking connoisseur of rap. I certainly couldn't yep. rap, but Right. To me, this was sort of uninspired rapping. It was basically like yeah. the premise of the song was more interesting, right. where it was a conversation. And I think any song that deliberately written with a premise or like yep. basically a plot can't have it. It would need to be very, very special to yep. have the flow also be great. Yes. And this is clearly thrown together. Like oh my he, god! Yeah, they threw a beat on there, and he was like, he probably wrote like, okay, this is what I'll say, this is what you'll yeah. say. This felt thrown together in like an hour. Yeah, it probably wasn't. It, like the fact that it's pretty good and has. Nearly four million listens yeah. on Spotify is that's because yeah. it's Kanye. Right. Lift yourself, I thought was very interesting. And the is, beat's awesome. The beat's really, really cool. This sort of high pitched female soul vocal, yeah. just barely over two minutes. And then at the end, Kanye's like, yo, listen to this verse right here. Listen to these bars. He says a hard R like that. Yeah, yeah. And then he just says like poopty scoop. Yeah. Scoopty whoopty loop. Like he just says that kind of shit. Yep. Or poop. Um over and over and over. And I I really think that that has got to be a comment of some kind. It, yeah, that just like you'll listen to whatever the fuck I put out here. It's just another flex. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then yeah, and then he had that song with Travis Scott and who's a little Uzi Vert. Yeah, that was very forgettable. My least favorite of the three. Yeah, and the thing is with "Lift Yourself" is like I really do think it, he's trying to say like, look, I th- I feel like it it came out after People versus Kanye, yeah. right? Uh I think they were like. No, I think it was actually before, like right, it right was? before. Okay. Either way, I wonder if part of what he's saying is he's like, you like me better when I'm saying nothing meaningful. Yeah. And like, I'm trying yeah. to say stuff meaningful. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm going to say stuff yep. that challenges you. Yep. And you all, you won't like, like. Yep. But you'll like this, like this song where I literally just say poop and scoop yes. and loop. Yes. As long as there's like a fire beat, you know? Yeah. And it is kind of cool the way it goes. Yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting. Both of um, them are more interesting than they are good. I think the problem is that like, um, and I'm certainly not alone in this. I don't think you are either. He, this shit's really trying me in know, terms of like the it's amount. Exhausting, man. Like I'll still listen to him. He hasn't. The thing I'm holding out on is like, okay, he hasn't done anything other than use his platform for some irresponsible things, mm-hmm. which is arguably worse. But I'm like, he hasn't hurt anyone. Right. He hasn't like. Like, physically. Because I'm sure there's lots of people, and, I, like, I know this for a fact. There's people who are like, that guy was my hero, and I feel, like, betrayed and hurt by that. That's what I mean. It's like, he didn't he didn't do anything technically to infringe on other people's yeah. rights. He didn't hurt anyone physically. Right. He didn't, like, but he did something where he uses, he's using his platform in a way that is, at the least and the most generous reading, confusing and frustrating. Yes. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm kind of... Tired of it. I don't know. It's 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 exhausting. I mean, it's the, been exhausting. The way I'm dealing with it mostly is just I'm just trying to not take it especially seriously yep. and not let his like basically mad ravings get to me that much. Yeah. Like I, you know, it's like a, the core of this is is sad because the, I really do think this is someone who Kanye is. I don't think he... I think he's kind of broken, dude. I think yeah. he like, doesn't know how to relate to people anymore. I know. Like, I, that guy is... I think he, he's a little fractured. He's been through a lot. Like, it's actually really interesting because we didn't talk about this either. He 
did a screen cap of one of his texts and it was a picture of the plastic surgeon that did the surgery on his mom right before she died and he's like this is gonna be my album cover and this dude ended up writing an open letter being like (laughs) like no please don't do that i'm gonna have to decline yeah that's what he he said yeah was would no I, I didn't read all of that. Was to you, and, and maybe there, the context wasn't totally clear. Was his point like was that in keeping with his like love everyone yes. thing? He's like I, I gotta forgive this guy basically. I've forgiven yeah. this dude. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't know if it was like to put him on blast. Or no, something. no, it was like to forgive him. Yeah, and I guess that makes more sense. It would that would be less like if it were to to shame him in the public mm-hmm. eye, which he never really has done. No, no, I, it was the first I even heard about that guy. Yeah, that's a crazy sad story that I always forget about. I know, and life. honestly, I really think that set him down a different path. It fucked with him, man, because he like paid for that operation. Yeah. And like I think he knew his mom always wanted that. Yeah. And she fucking died from it, yeah. dude. Can you imagine? I I can't imagine. Like that is really, really sad. And I think a lot of his behavior and I'm not making an excuse for any of this shit. And I'm not saying directly one to one the Trump tweets and all this shit is a result of that, but I think that set him down a road where a lot of this ended up being a result. Right, yeah, and like I, I agree with you. I'm not. It's not an excuse because bad shit happens to everyone. Yeah, um, and it, you know you don't have to be. I, but again, like th- this is the problem though with this whole thing is like, do I agree with what Kanye is saying? No. Do I think it is potentially harmful to fans and, mm-hmm. and people in general? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is it his right to say it? Yeah, sure. He can say whatever he wants. Sure. Like, and he's he's saying things that are offensive, and I think it, it will it, it'll have to get to a point where it's like, okay, dude, like that's just too offensive for me now. Right, 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 right. And like, right. slavery is a choice is pretty fucking. That close. is fucked up, man. It's fucked up. That's not far off from like, I don't know, man. I mean, like, I think it, this is complicated to talk about too, from where I sit, or from where we sit mm-hmm. too, because it we're speaking toward it. From an inherent place of privilege, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. As two yeah. white guys yeah. who were born and raised in New Hampshire, right. never knew anything but basically... An easy a, life. Yeah, just ease yeah. and like a position of assumed power of exactly. some kind. yeah. It's easy for me to say like, oh, Kanye is doing this stuff that's harmful to black people. It's like even... I, that's kind of a tone deaf thing to say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I can't speak to how I would feel about that if I were a black person. Like, or... Or how it affects black people. What I think is is probably frustrating is that it seems what happens with black people who achieve some level of rich, like like they become rich and famous and go down a road similar to what Kanye is doing, mm-hmm. where he's like, he. It, it seems like sometimes what's happening to Kanye. I think it happened. Like Charles Barkley said some shit like this once. Yeah. Where he's like, I, I remember there's a quote from Charles Barkley where someone was like, "Oh, he's like I'm going to be a Republican now." And someone was like, oh, that's the party for the rich. And he's like, well, I am rich now. Yeah. That's kind of like the essence of what Kanye right. is saying. And I don't know, man. It just comes from, it's weird to me that you can achieve this sort of position and then like change on a dime. Although he's never really spoken much about his political views. So I don't know. No, he ha- it's true. He hasn't. I- I'm with you though. And I think it was just an assumed kind of like, oh, he's an artist. He yeah. is black. Like, of course he leans left. He had the comments about George Bush, but it's like, other than that, we don't really know. Yeah, I mean, and Kanye is above all else a contrarian. Right, Like, right. really above. Yes. Like, he's like, okay, you liked what I did on this album, I'm going to do the opposite on the next right. one. Right. 
with the exception of his earliest stuff. Right. And he's like, okay, you like that I think this? Well, now I think that. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, just exactly. that's his MO. Exactly. He's like, I'm going to try to say things to offend you. And if you still stick around, great. If not, then, like, that's on you. I'm going to keep doing me. But you will. Yeah. Because so I'm, far. So far, people and, have. And that's the thing is, like, he he's on the break. He, he feels that way. If he puts out an album that is, like, in some way truly bad or something. Oh. And not interesting. And yeah. if it's, like, the shit we're hearing now yeah. at all. Which I doubt. But if that's the case, if it's more like just thrown off sort of or tossed off sort of yeah. sort of meaningless, braggadocious, like yeah. just self-aggrandizing shit that is kind of like trolling his fans. I don't know, man. It's it, gonna get panned. It's not gonna I certainly won't defend it. I won't either. No, I, I'll be I'll be completely honest about how I feel about the music. Because at the end of the day, like I I don't wanna I don't want to keep politicizing Kanye West. Like, honestly, I I just want to listen to his music, which sounds like, oh, you're not, like, that's irresponsible. Yeah. You're enabling this. It's like... But it's not. I just want to listen to his music. It's not irresponsible. I just want to listen to the music, man. Me too. And, like, that's where I feel... Like, all this is... Exa- I'm not particularly, like, excited to be breaking down, like, the Kanye tweets or anything. Oh, like, no, I, I don't really even want to, like, talk about this. I don't either. I'm disappointed that it's happening. Yeah. I've just felt kind of tired by it. And, yeah. And, like, what sucks is, like, if you are a fan of Kanye West's music and he's getting... It's getting tiring to defend him and to have this... Again, like, and you don't have to. And that's... Honestly, my approach has been more and more, like, in years past, like, when he just came out and when people hear shit on I'm a God mm-hmm. or when people hear stuff where he's, like, saying... Stuff that, like, is on the verge of offensive mm-hmm. or on the verge of, like, true narcissism. Yeah. I would defend it, but, well, it's Kanye being Kanye, and I feel the urge to defend him. And it's like, well, Kanye doesn't need shit. He doesn't need anyone no. to defend him. No, no, like, he doesn't. If I want to listen to him, I will, and I'm just not going to worry about what people think, because I can't certainly worry about no. controlling him. No, no, it's it's West. not worth it's not worth the energy. No. And, and again, it's not like you need to champion this, like, this, like, plucky indie artist who, like, you want them to make it. It's like, Kanye's very much made it, and he can dig his own grave if he wants to. Where do you think, is, just as, like, if you were to rank the most famous people on Earth, is he top 25? Oh, I would say so. He has so? to be, right? I mean, I know that you have to account for Asia, where, like, people are probably, there's, there's different famous people yeah. going on, and that's most of the world or whatever. Yeah. But Kanye West, like... I think I think he'd have to be. From our perspective, yeah. like, in terms of household names, people yeah. who everyone would recognize. Yeah. I think I think he'd be up there. Yeah. Which is interesting. This has so been much. interesting. It's been kind of a sad thing. Yeah, it has. It's 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 a very twenty eighteen story. Yeah, I just feel like dude, like what's the worst thing? Honestly, it is, dude. It is. It's like think about Like of course this is happening. It's like okay, Trump won. Now what's the next worst thing that could happen? We like Kanye ends up supporting that Kanye shit. Kanye likes him. Yeah, exactly. And like, like what the fuck is next? Like, okay. Trump's Great. gonna get the Nobel Peace Prize for the fucking Korea thing. Hitler did. Yeah, that's true. So did Obama. Right. So did like a lot of good people. Yeah, no, I'm just saying like you're right. even Obama was like, really guys, like you're giving me this? He wasn't like all about that. He was uncomfortable with it. He him. was, yeah. Well, yeah. because he was the head of a a warring country. Like, when are we not? We That's were just thing. We were droning the shit right. out of the Middle right. East the right. whole time Obama right. was president. Right. And like Right. Anyways. It's fucked up, man. This is what dude, like this is what Kanye West conversation I, is now. Yeah, yes, it is. It sucks, man. It it's sucks. A, a let's 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 talk about two albums that we both like yeah. that came out this past week. One of them is the new Grouper album called Grid of Points. The other is the new Halfwave album called Lavender. Um, I've only been able to listen to the uh, 
uh, Gruber one one time, Jake. But okay. that's kind of because I've just been listening to the Half Wave one so much. I think we're just inverse. Yeah, we are. Because it, I've listened to Lavender um, Half Wave's album I've listened to twice. Okay. I've listened to that one probably like seven or eight times now. I, I think I'm, that's where I'm at with Grid of Points. Where okay. with, with Grouper, I've listened pro- like upward of eight, nine-ish times. The reason is, is like with Grouper, um, I always have liked what I've listened to by Grouper in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I listened to Ruins and enjoyed it, the 2014 album. Never went back to it a ton. Yeah. I listened to The Man Who Died in His Boat, the 2013 album yep. that, that she put out. I always enjoyed her stuff. This one has just been just right for me because it's it's really brief. 21 minutes. Um, yeah. And Which is, you, if you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know how much we love Brevity. the half hour or less album. I actually, with, when this album ends, I'm ready for more. Yeah, I usually yeah. play it twice in a row. Yeah. What's nice about it is it's very atmospheric, really nice sort of breathy vocals, very minimal. Um, and sort of haunting, but mm-hmm. also very relaxing. Like it could even be meditative a little bit. Um, and I've just been like all about this vibe. It's been very good for me lately. Um, you know, it, it just, I, I like, uh, the, the, the naming on here is interesting. Like she's a couple songs, Thanksgiving song and birthday song back to back. Yeah. A couple of my favorites on there actually on an album where it's sort of hard to pick favorites. Exactly. Um, but yeah, man, it, it, it's been really good. And I know that you've loved grouper albums in the past. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. so and it's only a matter of time before I get into this more. It just, I pick my spots with albums like that where yeah. I'm like, when I'm in the mood for something like this, it's awesome. Um, and I'm going to kind of save it for them. But like I said, I've been listening to this Halfwave album a lot, Lavender. Uh, themes of this are kind of just like, I'm, I'm like away from home. I'm touring a lot. And when I come home, it feels very different. And I think that's an interesting uh, idea to explore, especially I think for us, Jake, where... You know, we're growing up a little bit, and I think we're turning into different people in a way, or we're, we're discovering ourselves a little bit more. And when you have interactions with people who maybe you haven't seen in a while, they might expect a certain thing from you. Sure. When in reality, that's not who you are or even want to be anymore. And I think this album speaks to that uh, a lot. Um, I get some Kate Bush vibes on here. Yeah. I get some Regina Spector vibes. Uh, I, I really, really like it. A couple of my favorite songs are, are Torches, the second track, uh, Lilac House, and then Back in Brooklyn Backlum, is, back is in, a great, great song as well. Back in Brooklyn's awesome. I have really, really liked... This is so interesting because we have done like an, this inverse thing with yeah. these where we've kind of swapped places. I know. Because you've been on the grouper train for so long, right. and this one grabbed me, and I was really right. on it. I've been in, in Halfway since I really I loved... Know. Her, um, the uh, Probable Depths album that came out in 2016. Yeah, I didn't even listen to that. I loved it. Yeah. It's awesome. There's some really, really cool songs on it. Kind of a different vibe than this one. Yeah. But very, very cool. Um, and I've been liking Lavender, but I've been more in the mood in for the Grouper, Grouper because of yeah. how just purely atmospheric and purely yeah. like, you don't even have to commit to understanding exactly. what Grouper's yeah, doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's something freeing about that. And like you said, like you jumped right in on Lavender. We're like, it, honestly, they're, they're albums that go well together. They do. They do. Um, and, but you, you jumped right in with like lyrics to unpack. What I like yeah. about Grouper is I'm like, I'm not worried about that. Yes, yes, I'm not even yes. really thinking about yep. that. I'm just yep. like, I'm hearing the, these harmonies yep. and, the, and the, the nice vocals. And I'm just sort of relaxed. I agree. I've, I've been really, really enjoying Lavender in the listens I've had to it. I... I think for listeners who don't know, it might be interesting to note that um, this Nandy Rose Plunkett is her name, and mm-hmm. she um, she's a member of Pine Grove. Yes. Um, yes. And 
very, very different from Pine. Oh Grove, yeah. Oh yeah. This music. Yes, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. It looks like from from I'm looking at some pictures now of of her sort of the the group I think that tours with her. There are yep. other guys from Pine. Yes, Grove. yes, there the, are. The yes. sort of the tall, lanky yep. dude. Yep. And uh, one of the other, I think, guitar players. I think so. I think so. I think I've seen that in the past as well. Um, but yeah, man, this has been. The, the, they're two good albums, and I think they actually. They sort of pair nicely. They do. They do complement each other. Um, yeah, it, it's interesting because this music is hitting at a time when it's like just starting to get really warm here. Yeah. And every year, whenever there's like that first stretch of really warm days, whatever music I'm listening to always kind of attaches itself to it. And Lavender in particular for me feels like it's it's that album for me right now i'm i'm really excited to hear that because like it's like you're saying about group like i know i'm gonna love this album yeah and i like already really do like it. yeah and it's awesome that i'm like happy to hear someone else is in on half wave oh yeah like, i'm yeah, like yeah, yeah. hell yeah exactly. like, sean's digging exactly. this album like yes. that's great um so yeah that's what we've been listening to this past week i've also been on a mitski kick Hell yeah. Big Mitski kick. Puberty 2 or earlier? Uh, earlier. I, I listened to Bury Me at Makeout Creek. That one was really good. Yeah. I If, if you like Puberty 2 at all, I would highly recommend checking okay. that out. I'll give it a listen. Um, but so that's it, a recommendation of the yeah, week? Yeah, that's a recommendation of the week. Yeah. In terms of release radar, though, Jake, the ones that I was looking at, we had a Best New Music, DJ Coz. Or I, DJ listened Coze, like, I listened to that today. I listened to that today, and it was it's an hour, almost an hour 20. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. It's sort of it like like it sounds. It's sort of DJ producer type of music, electronic. Yep. Um, some interesting stuff going on on there, um, and seems like pretty relaxed, sort of mellow. I think it might be something I'll return to or try to find a few tracks that I want to come yeah, back to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's um, yeah, that's probably the right way to go. And then the other two, new Leon Bridges album. I, I enjoyed that first one from him, kind of soulful, yep. old school uh, sound there, and then. Uh, Ice Age put out an album Beyond List. Ice Age are one of those bands who's like a critical darling, but they're like kind of hard to like really get in on. I think this one might be the one. That's what I'm hearing, where it's like this is the one that might really like get you in on them. I've never totally found my groove with Ice Me Age. Me neither. One other thing um, that I listened to, and we'll give a quick shout out, is Dirty Computer by Janelle Monae. Yeah. I listened to that today. Um very good. Not totally my wheelhouse. That's something I'm totally feeling right now. Um, yeah. But um, if you like Janelle Monae or you like the, her type of music, I think it's definitely worth checking out. Like, there's some really cool songs on there. Awesome. Like, it's beautifully produced. Like, yeah. she's clearly immensely fucking talented. Um, also, something that you kind of need to be in the mood for and be in that wheelhouse is the new Post Malone album, Beer Bongs and Bentleys. There's some fun, catchy songs on there. It's a little bit too long. There's too many songs on it. But there's some... Really catchy songs that have good hooks. Do you want to give a shout to? I saw you listen to it, so I gave it a listen today too. That barely March. Oh, album. that's right. Yeah. So I saw this tweeted. I think like Ian Cohen and the Alternative yeah. tweeted this out. They found someone found this in like a Jeff Rosenstock like fan Facebook comment thread. Oh, okay. This person like put their band in. It's really cool. Yeah, it is really. good. It was cool shit. Uh, there's like kind of like mathy, really quick um, like guitars in there, especially that, in that first track. Yeah, Mambo Number Six. Yeah, Dude, a lot of the, the song names are really funny. They are, yeah. Like it's called Barely March. The album's called Merely Barch. Yep. There's Mambo Number Six. There's um, that one Surfwax Antarctica. Yep. yep. Uh, there was another pun that I really liked. Live too. fast, Cy Young. Live fast, Cy Young. I thought it was yeah, really, really yeah, fucking yeah. funny. It's a cool album, man. This came out of nowhere. They... There's there's a certain like with emo and that general sound. There's a corner, there's like this corner of quirky pun humor. Yes. 
uh, I feel Jank like Jank was, was and some of this stuff reminds Jank, me of, of Jank. Uh, so if you Maybe liked too. Jank and liked those those kind of guitar licks and that general vibe, I would recommend checking out uh, Barely March. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it too. I gave it one listen. Yeah. Um, so actually, we had more to talk about than we thought. Maybe we did. Maybe we did. Yeah. But uh, that about wraps it up, I think. It's hot in here, huh? It is warm. It's a hot studio. Dude, we went... This is New Hampshire, though. Like, we went from fucking... I know. Winter. Like, winter. Truly winter. Yeah. Snowing. Like, I feel like a couple weeks ago, it was. working from home because of snow. Yeah. And yeah. now it's like 85 degrees at night. And humid. Oh, man. Anyways. Hope it's nicer where you are. Yep. See you next week. Thanks, everyone. Some vocals. We're on. Uh, so Trump was speaking at the NRA convention in Dallas today. That sounds like um, the most like balanced, <laughs> happy place you could possibly be. A, a very safe place. Right. Um, yeah. for, so for all Americans. He, he made a speech and one of the choice quotes was, your second amendment rights are under siege. When I'm pre, when if as long as I'm your president, your Second Amendment rights will never be under siege. And it's like, well, you're president right now, and you just said they're under siege. And he was also he must have just learned what really, what, really what siege meant because he, he said it earlier. He's like, our, our southern borders under siege. Yeah, he he just decided he likes that word today. Like, okay, you can dude. tell when someone like hears a word, yeah, like, and they're just yep. They're, yep. they're sort of using that was it. him. He's like, ooh, I like that. He probably heard it on like fucking Under Fox and Friends or something. Well, dude, that's the problem is that this dude does not know how to be anything other than like a candidate and win a popular contest. I, I, no, it's true. Like, he, he went to the White House course or didn't go to the White House correspondence dinner. Instead, he, he had like he had a campaign dude. rally in Michigan, and people were like, "Lock her up." It's like what? The, the, she lost. Like, focus on other shit now, man. Well, like he, I don't think he knows how, and I don't think a lot of Trump supporters know how either. I know, yeah. It's like, okay, you got what you wanted. Mm-hmm. It's like a dog chasing its mm-hmm. tail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They got it, and it's like, well, what the fuck do we do now? Right. Um, right. Have you listened at all to The Caliphate? The, I, I haven't yet, no. Dude, it's really, really good. I need to it's check It's very that out. interesting. The episodes aren't that long. It no, I know. It's like 20 minutes. Yeah, I, I'm um, going to listen. It is worth listening. It's fucking scary, dude. The is way it? they recruit these kid, yeah. young kids who are like impressionable and shit. Yeah. And they were talking about how... Um, when you 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 basically land, um, I think in Turkey, they fly you out there and you meet your like the person who talked to you online mm. the whole time, and they have you run through the border to Syria and you go through like a training regiment, and then you get to pick a job. You have to apply to jobs for ISIS. Whoa! With like application, you have to apply and say what you want to do. And this dude who's on he's being interviewed by uh Rukmini Kalamaki. Yeah. Um who she's interviewing, he's like, I picked being a police officer in in the like ISIS police force. Jesus. And you would you have to enforce like basically I I'd never thought of it this way, but what they're trying to do is enforce a way of life that is the same as it was in the seventh century or the seven hundreds or something. Because what they want is like, because that's the ideal to them about oh when, God. how the world was. Wow. I think it's because that's when Muhammad was alive. I could be wrong. Gotcha. I could be wrong. Um, and that's he was wild. he was saying like, dude, they're like 
cutting people's hands off yeah. for things they're doing wrong. Like they would have you they're giving hundreds of lashes to Whoa. people and they're beheading people and shit. It's fucked up. And I think in the next episode they're gonna get into the killing stuff a little Jesus. bit more. Well, yeah, I'm gonna check that out. That sounds well, I mean, basically the world's fucked. Yeah. So I feel like you get better volume because you tilt your mic this way. Oh, maybe. I'm I because yeah. I, I see yours spiking and mine seems oh. low. Okay. And I want to be Yeah. Somewhat to be well. Yeah. I don't know. Eh, it's probably fine. Fuck it. Um I'm trying to think if I had anything else. Celtics, two nothing. Celtics two nothing. up two zero. Fantastic. Good, fun dude. fun game last night. Fun team. It was. It was fun to watch out yeah. with everybody too, and like everyone I know who watches the seas or cares about them is as energized as they've been ever. I know. Um, I know. The it's team nice. in general. Yeah. And these players, like they're all likable too. Very much so. Like, even Marcus Smart, who's kind of like a brute and not a dude. Who, yeah. Like, other team, like everyone else in the league, probably doesn't like him. Like right. he's the dude you want on your team. Yes, exactly. Um, I love Jason Tatum. Uh, I, I love Jalen Brown. Um. And, and, and scary Terry, Terry Rozier, dude, like know. these guys, they're they're fun to root for. They are. I'm excited for this team. I think they're gonna win this series. It's feeling that way, right? Like I think, I think they're gonna win it like six. They just gotta win two out of the next four, fucking or five. They five, lose in three. six. Whatever. Yeah, they might. They could. We'll see. I think they're gonna win it too. I didn't realize because it's, you know how when you're watching with people or out and about, you don't hear the commentators yeah. or you don't see all the. Stats come up. I guess Ben Simmons had one point. I know. How crazy is that? That's fucking nuts. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's, you know, the, like an adjustment thing, though. I mean, I feel like he'll... Oh, yeah. He'll and I think there. also it's like... Also, he's still a rookie. Like, people forget that. That's so, what I'm saying. Yeah. We good? I think so. I just... Yours keeps spiking for oh, some reason. I'm probably, like, screaming. That's no, right. Um. Yeah, you want to dive in? Let's do it. Yeah, okay. Let's do it. Uh, three, two, one...